When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. The per my last email of podcasts. <laughs> ma'am. 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 Excuse me. Ma'am. Ma'am. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And happy birthday, happy Kyle. Happy motherfucking birthday to us. Yeah. Open that wine. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a Prosecco Rosé. It combines our... our specific interests exactly you like prosecco i like rosé exactly this is a just like this show it's a beautiful merging of our two tastes happy sixth birthday kyle happy sixth birthday mike and 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 thanks to derek for for this awesome idea for an episode topic we're going to talk about six 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 yes in honor of our sixth birthday i'm excited and nervous i have some exciting things to talk to you about yeah same but first, but first, yeah, okay. So uh, we do have a hundred words this week, uh, as you, I'm sure, have heard us say a bajillion times at a certain level of Patreon support. You can send in a hundred words, and I will say them. Doesn't matter what they are. Uh, this week comes from Hal Omara. Here we go. Hi, gayish team. I have for you exactly one hundred words, including these words. Kyle, don't at me. <laughs> this, this, they've gotten so strategic on the hundred <laughs> words. I love that. Hello, Canadian listeners. Would you consider signing e petition E four two six eight? This petition is seeking to extend refugee or asylum status to trans and non-binary individuals from countries passing eliminationist laws, including previously safe Western countries such as the USA and England. You must be a resident of Canada to sign the petition. The petition is open to signatures until May 26th. You can find the petition by Googling Petition E4268 or Canadian Transgender Petition. Thank you in advance for helping to keep our community safe. Did you count the words? No, I didn't count oh. the words. What the fuck? I just wanted to know if it was exact. Uh, thanks, Hal. Thanks, Hal. And uh, y'all use your words for such beautiful, wonderful things, except for that lizard person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was so tired when I did that, too. I was like in fucking Scotland you, or somewhere. You brought feeling into it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I, I bring my whole ass to work, Kyle. Mm -hmm. I don't half ass it. Mm -hmm. I whole ass it. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, uh, for usual, for our sixth birthday, we have a bunch of exciting announcements to share with you all. Some exciting things are in the air, uh, and, and we'll definitely get to all of that in a moment. But first, here's the news. Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News, news, news. In honor of our sixth birthday, Kyle, I have six news stories, so I'm going to do them fast. Oh, okay. So that it doesn't end up being like 45 minutes of just the news this episode. Okay. Uh, number one, news the first, a Trump-appointed judge has blocked Tennessee's anti-drag law. Oh, so yep, the state of Tennessee was, was supposed to have a, uh, a ban against, quote, adult cabaret entertainment with male or female impersonators that quote, could be viewed by a person who is not an adult. So basically any public space that might have kids, no drag whatsoever. It was supposed to go into effect at midnight, uh, uh, April 1st, so so April Fool's Day, which that's just, that's pretty, you know, the, the whole thing is foolish. So I think yeah. that's you know aptly timed. But uh, a, a, a 
uh, U.S. District Court Judge Thomas L. Parker, again a Trump appointee, has handed down a 14-day temporary restraining order. And he said that basically the state had not provided, quote, a clear answer to the statute's purpose, considering... <laughs> That's right? Right? Thank you. Thank you. A hundred percent. Considering current state obscenity laws, along with the party's present filings on the statute's legislative history, the court finds that plaintiff has made a likely case for subjecting the statute to strict scrutiny here. Basically, he's saying we live in a free civil society and like we you just know you can't you can't curtail freedom of speech that broadly and without explaining why. Yeah, with no reason other than you're trying to gain political points and attack an entire community. Yep. Uh, news the second. Great. So on Thursday, a federal judge in Texas eliminated a big component of the Affordable Care Act in that they are no longer they said it was unconstitutional to force people to pay for insurance that goes against their religion and that prep because that's about butt sex is against their religion so they shouldn't have to pay for insurance that covers prep fuck off that's that's so shitty like you blame gays for aids and then you don't want the thing that will prevent hiv transmission like you're you're the one creating the thing you're angry about yeah yeah (laughs) republicans right well and and prep in their in their filing, the plaintiffs said that PrEP violates their freedom of religion because of their Christian faith, but also says that PrEP, quote, encourages homosexual behavior, which, okay, maybe so. It well, encourages I my know, homosexual yeah, behavior. Yeah, I was going to say, eh, but there's a lot of dudes that have jizzed in my butt thanks to PrEP. Right. Well, and... There are there are other ways to get HIV, right? Right. right. It's not just butt sex, you dumbasses. Yeah, yeah. Like there's there's a lot of different ways to 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 get HIV, and prep doesn't make you just like fall on the ground and put your legs in the air. Speak for you know <laughs> different strokes. From, from. Uh, but the Biden administration says that they are going to appeal that ruling, which came out of the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. On, on behalf of uh, the Department of Justice and the Department of Health and Human Services. We should be handing out prep, morning after pill, condoms, like all this shit should be like, uh, you should be able to get it from a uh, on the sidewalk. Like these things should be available to everyone all the time for free. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. I'm going to drink this wine now. You should. Mm. It's, it's delicious. Yeah, yeah. Just like my butt. Okay. Eat my butt. News the third. Sure. U.S. Representative George Santos yeah let's start a story with him <laughs> uh did did a good thing oh he has introduced a bill to ban u.s aid to countries that have laws or policies that discriminate against lgbt people oh because out of all the fake things he really is gay right <laughs> apparently so okay that's one that's sticking i guess okay like for now gayish we'll see we'll see what happens um I love this is from the advocate. I just love how snarky their reporting can be sometimes. <laughs> Santos, a gay Republican who has been caught in numerous lies and accused <laughs> of crimes since being elected last fall, introduced House Resolution 1736, the Equality and Fiscal Accountability Protection Act of 2023. And uh, it would require the State Department to assess a country's human rights record before providing aid. And in that, if they're found to discriminate, then they're ineligible for U.S. aid until they address the issue. And uh, LGBTQ issues are included in that analysis. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Now, I, there, it's also, like, we've said this before, it's possible to do the right thing for the absolute wrong fucking reasons. And my guess is that they just like, 
any process that they can put in place to keep us from giving money to other countries oh, because yeah, yeah. America first or whatever yeah, is probably we, what's really behind it. We need more money for the military or something. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Anyway, it, it just I'm I'm interested to see what happens with this with this bill because it's like first of all, it's coming from that fuckface asshole dickbag, but also like what do Republicans do when they're faced with like they have to choose between money for the military and not spending money on foreign countries with like their hatred of LGBT people, right? So <laughs> yeah. what do you do? How do you support it? Yeah. Anyway, news the fourth. Wow. A federal judge in Texas has ruled that 12 books that were removed by public libraries by the Yano County officials uh, must be placed back onto shelves within 24 hours. Hell yeah. My, um, the, the, District that I grew up in, my school district, is one of the ones in Texas that is actively working on banning these things. The, the school board is being taken over by extreme right wing people that are just the worst. And um, and this is happening across the country and, and in Texas, especially. Yep. It's scary and frustrating. I hope I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's it's Yano County. I think it's L-L-A-N-O, uh, Yano County. That's a San Antonio area. And uh there were these these 12 books were all removed from the public libraries because of lgbtq or race content critical race theory is absolutely getting attacked as well yep and uh which how do you like how do you teach the history of america like what do you do like columbus came and then here we are like the the textbook is two pages long yep 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 Because we have to feel good about America, Kyle. Yeah. We don't want little Timmy to feel bad about being white and American, I guess. Yeah. I I don't know. Even though he probably should. (laughs) Uh, Timmy's an asshole, by the way. Fuck Timmy. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, U.S. District Judge Robert Pittman said in his order that the library system is required to put those books in their catalog and cannot remove them for any reason while the case is ongoing. Books ordered to return to the shelves include... Cast, The Origins of Our Discontents by Isabel Wilkerson. They called themselves the KKK, The Birth of an American Terrorist Group by Susan Campbell Bartoletti. And Being Jazz, My Life as a Transgender Teen by Jazz Jennings. I got my friends that book because they're going to have a baby. That's awesome. Yeah. I went on the band books list and got two kids books from the from the list. Oh, that's that's see, that's how it's done, Kyle. I thought I, thought I was very happy with that. Now, the defendants argued that the books were not targeted for their content but that they were just removed as part of their quote regular weeding process following existing policies it just so happens every single one's lgbt or black like, that, that's just coincidence right yep exactly we're and not th- targeting anyone and that's that's what that's what that's what the judge said yeah. like he said that's bullshit quote whether or not the books in fact qualified for weeding under the library's existing policies there is no real question that the targeted review was directly prompted by complaints from patrons and county officials over the contents of the titles and that's against the First Amendment, at least according to this person, this judge. And so we'll we'll see what happens. It is such a fucking terrifying, scary time. And like this is just one more example of like, if you are on the side, when has when has anybody ever been on the side of banning books that turned out historically to be a good person? Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Like absolutely. You are on the wrong side of history, you fuckface dickbags. Yep. Yep. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to us! <laughs> Fuck off! News the fifth. Wow. Um, uh, former First Minister Nicola Sturgeon, who has been a champion of a lot of LGBT stuff uh, in in her her reign as the, the the First Minister of Scotland, but she stepped down and uh, allowed uh, Hamza Youssef to become the leader uh, of the Scottish National Party. 
but she said that part of the reason that she stepped down was that her personal life was being exposed and uh, she wants some privacy, but also she wasn't cool with all of the rumors that she's a lesbian. Um, uh, the, there's this rumor going around that she was in a secret relationship with a French diplomat and that they were going to buy oh, a house from, from tennis star Andy Murray's mom, Judy. Uh, just uh, bonjour, madame. Uh, she she said, "I've got houses everywhere." If you believe social media, but yeah, th- there's just this weird rumor mill that she's a lesbian. Which I mean, her haircut's kind of lesbian, <laughs> but uh, uh, do, 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 I would become a lesbian if I got to have hot sex with a French diplomat. Oh yeah, but but I could also see her just being like quirky mom. Like yeah. she also has like a I'm a mom. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, so so yeah, I didn't realize that she had stepped down, but I think that she did some pretty amazing things, especially with this fight over whether Scotland's laws about transitioning would be allowed to stand. There was a big fight mm-hmm. set up between the Scottish Parliament and 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 uh, the UK Parliament. You told me about that once. Yeah, yeah. Scotland was like, "Hey, we want to make it easier for people to transition and to change their 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 gender markers on their 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 documents." And then the UK Parliament was like, "No, you can't." And we're going to stop it by telling the monarch not to sign it, mm. which isn't a mechanism that's used lightly in, historically. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when I talked about her, that's like seen as a formality that you just always give the like, what is it, Queen's royal assent, tip, tipping of the hat. Yeah. Well, now it's now the king, king. But you yeah. know, yeah, she cause, dead because she dead. <laughs> Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Uh, the queen is dead. Long live Gaish. Uh, it turns out that she's not leaving the Scottish Parliament. However, she is um, going to, going to continue. Just as a new S and P leader and and a new first minister. So she's not she's not going anywhere. She's just taking a, a little a little steppy step back. Is she a lesbian? She's not a lesbian. She's married to a dude, and they have mm-hmm. like, I think she has kids even. With them. Not that that means anything. I wish I had a better Scottish accent or I would do my Nicholas. Do it. No, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Sorry, Scotland. You're going to have to wait. Uh, news the last. News the sixth for our sixth birthday. I love this story. So last week on Friday, that's the 31st of March, uh, Truck United FC, a soccer football mm. team, took to the field under Captain Arthur Weber. They played against Dulwich Hamlet FC supporters team uh, at Champion Hill Grounds in London. What's special about this, though, is that Truck United is made solely of trans men and transmasculine people. They have a whole soccer team that's just trans dudes and transmasculine folks. And does, does truck mean something different than I? It's T R U K, and that stands huh. for uh, uh, acronym. That explains it. Yeah, I don't know what it stands for, though. Don't worry, I'll edit to make it sound like you knew right away. Great. Trans Radio UK. Trans Radio UK. Radio? Um, Okay. We were on trucks and I got confused. Now radio? I'm confused again. Doesn't matter. I don't, we don't need to, that's not the news story. That's, that's adorable. Yeah. Trans radio uh, is a, um, exactly what it sounds like, a, a, a radio media company owned and operated by trans folks oh. and they started a soccer team and sure. the soccer team's named after them so they are truck trans radio uk anyway uh they 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 lost the, the um, <laughs> but they said quote the score didn't matter at the beginning and it didn't matter at the end this was not about winning or proving ourselves against a cis team the real win was always that we walked out onto the pitch 
played, we're visible, and we've reclaimed our place in football. That sounds like what a loser would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I just I'm I'm just excited that there's like I don't know an outlet first of all for for that that kind of um, a- activity, and then I don't know. I, I I know like maybe three trans guys, much less a whole soccer team worth, and so it's it's pretty great. Yeah, yeah, like that kind of positive visibility, showing trans people you can play sports, you can I guess have a radio station if you really want to. <laughs> you can you can do anything you set your heart to. Yeah, you can you too can lose at a game of soccer yeah. if you really want to. <laughs> if you put your mind to it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's your special happy birthday news, Kyle. Um, speaking of people whose birthday it also is. Thanks to the following Patreon people. Um, I want to thank Sebastian Madison. That's two first names. Kyle Lang. Ooh, that's a great first name. Bethany Carr with two R's. Carr. Carr. And Pip. 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 I'm sure it's pronounced like that. Pip. 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 Hi, I'm Pip. <laughs> um, thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. If you want bonus episodes, content, um, if you want to make Mike read a hundred words, go see all the benefits at patreon.com slash gayish podcast. Do it. Do not talk about six, 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 Kyle? I want to pour myself a little more wine. All right. Do it. Mm. I got to hang back and drink while you had to spout to all the news. Oh, and now you're going to do more stuff too, right? Yeah. What are you going to do? Okay. Well, first of all, first of all, we're going to talk about six, six, six. Yes. I'm going to talk to you about the history of six, six, six. Okay. However. However, we have something to address. What's that? Uh, email that we got from CFG. Here we go. In the Gayish 320 Astrology podcast, when Mike was making fun of the Globes and the DVL, he mentioned worshiping the Devil, D E, capital D E, capital V I, capital L, Devil. Was he sarcastic? Sorry for asking. I don't understand human sarcasm much. I'm not certain if, I'm not curtain if I should listen to Gayish then. I don't need EVL in life. Mike, do you worship the devil? <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> you have to. That's the. That's our cliffhanger. Yeah. Like we'll see if we either of us. Why? Why? Maybe I worship the devil. Why not? What about me? Did I say I worship the devil? Though? I don't like, remember that. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I, you come across as very devil friendly. Really? Uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> I. I mean. How, how big's his dick? I don't know. It's like, true. Ten inches, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yeah. All, all demons have ten inch penises <laughs> on the nose. Yep. On right on the dick. Yep. Okay. Um. No, I do not worship the devil. Oh. Uh, CFG and. Right. Uh, and so you, I, well, you could keep listening to Gaish, but unfortunately, I do worship the devil. Mm, mm, mm. So. Uh-oh. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to help you on that one. Maybe. Maybe he only cares if I. That's do. true. Yeah. That's true. I'm the I'm the goofy one. I can do whatever I want. Uh, before we jump into it, do we want to make an announcement? Why don't we do a, a segment first, and then we'll do an announcement? Great. Okay. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, we have some very exciting announcements about us that you will be thrilled to hear. Hang on to your butts. All right, Kyle. What do you know about the number six six six? Um, man, so little. Do you have any fear of it or any associations? Like, like if somebody invited you to a job interview and the place of work was going to be 666 Fifth Avenue, which is a real place in New York <laughs> City that's owned by Jared Kushner, apparently. Wow. Uh, 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 would you work there? Would you have any problems working there? I could see him being the devil. He is. 
I could see it like he just takes off his like <laughs> weird banker dude face mask and he's like, I'm the devil. Um, no, I don't. I'm not. It would be something I would notice. Like, you know, you get a receipt back and it costs 666 on the day of your flight or whatever. I would notice that, but I'm not going to do anything about it. So I'm not um, uh, patriotic. That's not the word. I'm not superstitious. Superstitious. <laughs> I'm not that patriotic either now that I think about it. But no, I'm not superstitious. Are you? Do you care? Do you? I just do not care. Yeah. I just do not care. Is it because it's all lies and doesn't actually mean anything? Yeah. Right. It, 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 and um, we're, we're going to talk a lot, I think, about, well, superstition and the fact that it's actually sort of racist to presume that your weird associations to numbers are like universal or have any mm. grounding whatsoever. Um, I guess I could talk about this now. Okay. Uh, the, the number, the number six six six, actually, uh, in in uh, Chinese culture, is very very lucky. Huh. Um, it, That's the shit I love when one group of people has an association that is like this is the devil number, and another group says it's lucky. That just is such a visible, obvious example of how things are. Just so much as human create meaning from absolutely nothing. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and um, that just. I don't know that that just that just proves it, right? Like, yeah. Oh, uh, absolutely. In in Chinese numerology, the number is considered to be lucky and is often displayed in shop windows and neon signs. Uh, and in, in China, six 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 can mean, quote, everything goes smoothly because oh. the number six has the same pronunciation as uh, the character that means smooth. So mm. smooth, smooth, smooth is six six six, and they like use that all the time. And also, like th- that's so interesting. Just the, our weird associations, like it. it You'd think there's this big complex bat, and it's like this sounds like this, yeah. and that's how humans make associations. <laughs> yep. Like, isn't like we're just so like basic and easy to understand? Like, this sounds like this. Here we go. Totally right. Totally, totally right. So, uh, the the six 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 in Western culture, in Western Christian culture, six 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 is just because of the devil. And uh, I said devil, but I meant Bible. Am I worshiping the devil right now? Are we, are we, by doing this episode, is this a form of devil worship? The devil probably gets off on people talking about him. Beelzebub. Yeah. Okay. What? I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start speaking I think in the tongues. devil just spoke through you. Now, maybe I am superstitious. I'm nervous. Uh, 666 is in the Bible. It is in the book of Revelations. Uh, first shows up in chapter 13, verse 18. And uh, it is known as the number of the beast. So in in most translations of the Bible, the number of the beast is 666 and is referenced in this verse. So, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man and his number is 666. So... Do you know what eschatology is? Is it the study of uh, snails? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, I, I don't Escargotology. know. Escargotology. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't know. Eschatology is the, the study of the end of the world, uh, oh. it, 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 especially as it pertains to like prophecies and, 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 and religious, uh, oh. re, the religious end of the world. Right. And, and the book of Revelation is that. But uh, this is what my when I was a kid, I didn't go to church. Um, all my friends did. Everyone around me was, was a Christian. And when I was at like, I remember one of my earliest sleepovers, my friends would be like, have you heard about the end of the world? Like they were talking about Bible stuff. They're like, it's really scary. Like yeah. they were scared like this shit. It's it. When, as adults, 
and as someone who's atheist, I can now kind of like laugh about it or joke about it. Like this scares the shit out of kids. I yep. remember hearing that the end of the world was going to come and is going to be fire and, and torture and all this shit. And then they were scared of it. Yep. So it like, this has a real, this is not just, these are fun make-believe stories that people tell each other. These terrify children. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what they're intended to do, right? Like, yeah, like, you better fucking straighten up. Keep your shit together. Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, I don't know. It's like I, kids and Santa in December, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's when they start behaving. Cause it's like, yep. he's coming soon. Yep. Which the idea of Santa is terrifying, right? Like he breaks into your house at night, eats your shit, leave some gifts. Like, yeah. You have to leave cookies <laughs> or else he's going to not like you may, he may just leave you a, package of coal that's like some crazy ex-boyfriend shit yeah yeah okay 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 six 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 you're right oh what is oh i got interested in in, i got interested in eschatology as a as a kid because of the prince song seven Oh, I, I, I think he was a symbol at that point. So it was the artist formerly known as Prince. Oh, I remember that. And he put time. out the, the song Seven. Hmm. I don't know it. Oh, seven, and we'll watch them fall. You know this song? Nope. Okay, it's great. Okay. And it is filled with like Book of Revelation stuff. Like oh. it talks about the, the seven seals and the horsemen of the apocalypse. And like it, it, it covers a whole bunch of shit. So I got really into like unlocking, like what do the lyrics of this song mean? Hmm. And that sent me down this like rabbit hole. I was also kind of a Bible thumper at that point hmm. involved in youth group and, and oh, went, you went to youth group. Yeah. Well, wow, that's cool. But I had this whole thing about like trying to understand the end of the world and like read the book of revelation and know what was going to happen. And, hmm. um, it, it really kept my mind off of this whole being gay thing. <laughs> oh yeah. You um, needed some distraction from the thing about loving men. But, um, the mark of the beast in Revelation is required. Well, some people say, uh, interpret that passage as being some kind of requirement that towards the end of the world, you're going to have to have this thing in mm-hmm. order to do uh, commerce, in order to buy or sell anything that specifically mentions buying and selling. Uh, and this is associated with it. So when barcodes became a thing, like in the 80s for cash registers Mm -hmm. uh uh everybody was like oh there it looks weird that's the mark of the beast like they're Hmm. christians are crazy kyle yeah Uh, and and as we talked about humans make weird connections between shit and uh, a a number of people now think that it's supposed to be like a a rfid chip implanted under your skin but it creates this whole like fear of financial instruments and which one of them is going to be the mark of the beast that everyone's going to have to be tattooed or stamped or injected with a thing just so that they can like live their everyday life. Hmm. It's really odd. Hmm. But it's also, and we'll talk about this a lot more later in a, in a future future segment, it, it's supposed to be someone's name. And that like if you know what you're doing, you can figure out who the Antichrist is because uh, it'll it'll um, there th- his number will be six six six. I mean, Donald has six letters in it. I mean, we'll, we'll we will definitely get to that. Uh, Trump's has six letters too. Donald Trump's, yeah, you know, the president, <laughs> Donald Trump's. Oh God, Kyle. <laughs> uh, what else did I want to tell you about this before we move on? Apparently, Nancy and Ronald Reagan they uh, they they had their address was six 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 St. Cloud Road, and they had it changed, <laughs> like six six five and a half or something, six six eight. Six six eight. I like the idea of like one of them got up with like a, a sharpie, or, yeah, just like drew an extra little thing attached to the six, and it's like this is an eight now. 
Um, lots of places that have changed the address from 666 to something else. Um, there was a Route 666 in New Mexico, <laughs> and they changed that to U.S. Route 491. Well, wow, they kind of they kind of went all over. Yeah, uh, a New Mexico sports spokesperson said, "Quote: The devil's out of here, and we say goodbye and good riddance." Like we showed him. Oh, <laughs> got him! De- the devil can't access this road no more. Uh, lots of people are actually afraid of the number. It's got to be a trauma response to like what you're talking about. Like we scare the shit out of little kids with all this fucked yeah. up messaging. And yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the. <laughs> Fear of the number 666 is called a hexacosioi hexaconta hexaphobia. Damn, I'm scared of that word. <laughs> I am too. <laughs> That's called hexatosa hexaphobia phobia. Well, say it again. <laughs> hexatosa hexaphobia hexanosophobia. Hexacosioi hexaconta hexaphobia phobia. You called me a bad name in there. So I think you insulted me somewhere in that process and I can't pick it up. Because... Um, 666. It's all, not all, but it's primarily Christian uh, in origin and uh, is all about this like bullshit idea that you can tell the future. Hmm. Um, huh. Yeah. Antichrist. Antichrist. Yeah. You. Yeah. Are the Antichrist. Nope. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> Do you want to make an announcement now? Yeah, let's make an announcement. Wh- which one do you do? You want to make the big one? Which what's the big one? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me whip out the big one. Sure. In honor of our sixth birthday, everyone, we are announcing here. Hey, listen up. Hey, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Put down your dishes. Pull over on the side of the road. Uh, uh wake up. Yep. You're falling asleep. Wake up. Yep. I'm impressed, Kyle. I used to know the all of the words to that song. I loved that album. You should do that for karaoke. Oh, that would be so good. I'm going to practice right now. No, shut up. Okay. Okay. In honor of our sixth birthday, we are announcing a six city tour for 2023 and i'm so fucking excited kyle it's gonna be so exciting we're going to cities we haven't been to um and here they are yep uh here here are the dates i will be announcing venues and and whatnot later on uh sunday june the 4th we will be in new york city uh friday june 23rd we'll be in seattle for seattle pride saturday july 29th we'll be in chicago illinois Sunday, August 20th in San Francisco, California. Sunday, September 10th in Los Angeles. And then Saturday, October the 15th, we will be in Houston, Texas, ending in Kyle's backyard. My, that's where I grew up. Um, we would love for you to come to this, please. And, and um, yeah, a, a couple of things. New York City tickets are on sale now, uh, which you can find by going to gayishpodcast.com slash live. Yep. All the dates and cities will be on there. But yes, we will have a link on um, that page in order to buy tickets. And we're going to do a pre-sale. Mm-hmm. So buy them now. They will be discounted tickets now. And then soon the price is going to go up. So get them, get them now. Yep. Uh, New York City is on sale. And now uh, they are uh, tickets are $24, but that's going to include a drink ticket. 
So come enjoy some booze with us. You were um, going to spend $24 on a glass of alcohol anyway. In so. Manhattan, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, all other all all of the other dates, the tickets will go on sale um, May 1st. So um, if you're a Patreon member, check out Patreon. We're going to post a discount link. Uh, you, you can either get a discount by buying the pre-sale tickets, which for New York is up now. Or if you're a Patreon member, it's not just pre-sale. Anytime you can. Uh, get discount by just being a Patreon member. Yeah, all Patreon supporters are gonna get are gonna get a discount. So check uh, Patreon. half off, fifty percent off. So check Patreon.com for the year code to use at checkout. I'm I I'm very excited about the tour. I also want like I don't I don't know I never know what people think about how big or small or whatever we are. Like we are like this is we did a tour a few cities last year. We're doing a few more this year. We're still kind of testing the waters to see if we want to do these and if people want these. So, like, yeah. please, if you're in the area and you're, like, debating, like, please come see us. Please buy a ticket. Um, we will be both excited to see you, and that'll help um, us do more of these in the future. If we, if you know, if no one shows up, then we, we'll stop doing them. So, Yep, exactly. And th- this, is our, this is our sixth birthday tour. That uh, w- is not the tour that we've been talking about for Patreon. Uh, we still haven't quite hit our uh, financial goals um, to do a full-on tour. Hopefully next year. Yeah. Um, so if you want to help us get there, you know, join join Patreon so that we can do the the full meal deal next year. Full, yeah, more more cities and and we're, we've been talking about doing like kind of a big at the end of a when we hit that goal do a big kind of celebration at the end, like weekend, like have everyone come to some city. Um, so we're still figuring out those, you know, what we might do with that, but we got to hit our Patreon goal for the full fledged tour. So, yep, absolutely. And actually if we hit that goal doing a, like we're going to do a full like weekend meetup extravaganza, we're going to have, I don't know, balloons and sure streamers. Uh, probably m- mom said that she would run a fortune telling booth. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Look forward to that. But but for now, New York, buy tickets. Yep. Everywhere else, May 1st, buy tickets. Yeah. And I'll be announcing the venues also uh, as, as soon as like the ink is dry on all this stuff. Cool. Should I tell you what I'm going to tell you? Do whatever the fuck you want to, Kyle. Well, then I'm going to tell you about the satanic panic. Yeah, you are. Okay. It's cute because it rhymes. It's cute because it rhymes. <laughs> and it's fucking horrifying. Okay, okay. Great. I got... Most of this information from a 2021 New York Times article by Alan Yuhas and a 2016 article on WNYC Studios. Um, and I'm going to talk both about D&D and the Satanic Panic. They're yeah. like parallel, but oftentimes places separate them into two different, like they talk about one or the other, but I'm just t- going to talk about both of them. So, yeah. Can you imagine how much quicker shit would have gotten out of hand if the internet had been a thing then? Oh my God. Right, like, like the whole country was like losing their fucking minds and they didn't even have like cell phones yet. Like, do you what do, what do you either know or remember about like the, this all took place during the 80s like I remember the bus driver on my bus my school bus cuz my my ride to school was like almost an hour every day cuz I lived in the country. <laughs> and there were certain radio stations that the bus driver wouldn't let us listen to because they were devil music. <laughs> And uh, I remember a, a a new radio station came on board. I'm trying to remember what the context was. I was very young. I was like, I don't know, six, seven, eight years old, something like that. And somebody actually said, Cliff, our bus driver's name was Cliff. Cliff, can you turn it to 99.4, whatever the fucking station was? It's not devil music, I promise. <laughs> uh, and like 
at that time, he was like legit concerned. First of all, he ran like a bowling team for Jesus that he tried to get me involved in. Bowling for Jesus, <laughs> sure. But, uh, uh, but also, like, you know, he was had a legit concern that like playing the wrong kind of music to this bus full of kids was going to turn them into Satan worshipers. So. Like, there was a lot of unfounded and misplaced <laughs> and genuine fear yeah. among people like that with things that sound ridiculous. Okay, there there's some things that led up to it from the 70s. Uh, uh, it, it is the 80s, though, that you're talking it about. It is the okay, 80s, okay, yes. Okay. But just some like context. Like In the 70s, we started getting all these uh, serial killers. Charles Manson, he was uh, 1969, but cult, he was cult leader and a musician. Great. And the group the cult was responsible for the murder of nine people. There was Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, the son of Sam. There wasn't more serial killers. There was just more coverage sure. of serial killers in the seventies. Ted Bundy's trial was the first one to be televised. Hmm. The exorcist, the film came out in 1973. Ooh. Um, so there are, there are these things. Did you see the exorcist? I did. I saw it like as an adult with my dad and we like decided to, my dad was just like, you, we should see this. And it was kind of laughable. Yeah. Now that I'm like, yeah. Looking back on it. Yeah, I'm sure it was terrifying at the time. Like, you know, things, special effects are way better now. And yeah. the pacing of movies from the 70s is always so weird to mm. me. Like, things take a lot longer. They do a lot more, like, long shots of, like, of not interesting things to create <laughs> tension or something. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what really kicks off the kind of D&D portion of this is in 1979, uh, a 16-year-old named named James Dallas Egbert Egbert the uh, third disappeared Great. from Michigan State University. Mm. Warning: This will get a little bit uh, grizzly. A little bit. Um, he disappeared, and no one knew what happened to him. Turns out he tried to kill himself, but didn't. Oh. Um, but he so he kind of w- went into hiding. So th- there was all this media frenzy about him. He did later in 1980, he did die by suicide, but there was this kind of mass scare of where is he? And then the investigators found his D&D books. Oh, okay. And so people thought he... Like he went into the tunnels of the school yeah. because D and D like sends adventurers into dungeons and shit. Like people thought that D and D was responsible for what happened to him. They found him in the tunnels of the school. They did not find him there. Oh. He did. I think he did actually go there to try to kill himself and, and, um, uh, and then he like left, but then they investigated and looked in there and they like made this connection with D and D and that kind of kicked off this D and D fear this association with D and there there were beyond that a lot of people who they connected to either murders or suicides that then they saw had D D books like yeah i don't know if you look around the country at these and every so often there's a D D book you i'm sure you can yeah. find a pattern out of anything uh when i was going to school in the 90s at eastern washington university uh i don't know why this is popping up for me but uh, there was the rumor that that somebody was living in the basement of the anthropology building oh god uh, and, that's kind of scary yeah exactly and then but um the, the one that i really want to talk about is uh there was the devil door what's the devil door I, I think a lot of i think a lot of colleges have their like weird local lore and, yeah. and bullshit that just like like persists but the devil door was there was the 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 rumor that back in the day in the 80s i think 
that there was a kid that lived in one of the residence halls and that he was worshiping the devil and had all of these like satanic rituals in his room and that ultimately he died as a result mm. of these and that a face of the devil appeared on his door <gasps> and now uh, the school can't remove the door and they can't get rid of the devil face and so like there and it's it was supposed to, and it's not like it's not like a like a really sharp picture but it's supposed to be like in the wood grain of the door oh. is this like face of the devil yeah but it was like the devil door is a thing and whoever lives there is cursed and like it, it, there were like several different places on campus that were supposed to have the devil door on on them and um I wonder if this is a holdover from that, though, right? That absolutely makes sense. People started being genuinely worried that there was satanic worship, that there were sacrifices. Like, people, like, this became, uh, that would absolutely fit in with kind of what people's fears were around Satan, the devil, worship, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, So, one. When are we going to talk about pole dancing and, and Lil Nas X? I, whenever you want okay, to. Great. Go ahead. I have so much more, Mike. Great. Okay, great. <laughs> so much more to tell you. I'll stop interrupting. <laughs> no, 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 no. Please don't. Otherwise, it, I, I'm going to bore myself by just talking. In the early 80s, one of the um, kids who died by suicide, um, there, uh, his mom, Patricia Pulling. Mm-hmm. Um, Patricia, My mom's name is Patricia. Then you're, so your mom, no, oh. we hate her. So it's not your mom. We oh. don't want to make that connection. Okay. Um, she sued the makers of D&D for oh. his death. Oh, um, she started uh, a, a Christian group started like speaking out against D&D because yeah. it was evil and all this stuff. The uh, Patricia Pulling in 1983 started the group Bad Bothered About D&D. Oh, God, that is bad. That, naming. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. G- g- Patricia. Yeah. Let's start by working on your acronyms. One time my uncle uh, got a phone call from M- MAD, mm. Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Yes. And he, 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 he said, oh, that's funny. I'm a founding member of DAM, Drunk Drivers Against Mad Moms. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a founding, mo- founding father of, hang up the phone, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> of this noise. <laughs> Polling, Patricia Polling, described D&D as, quote, a fantasy role-playing game in which uses demonology, witchcraft, voodoo, murder, rape, blasphemy, suicide, assassination, insanity, sex perversion, homosexuality, prostitution, satanic-type rituals, gambling, uh, barbarism, cannibalism, sadism, desecration, demon summoning, necromantics, divination, and other teachings. Yeah. That's why it's fun. I know, right? <laughs> no. Also love. Well, I mean, it does use a lot of those things. It's true. Like you you can be like you can cast spells and you kill shit. And I don't know that there's like suicide in it. Like, I mean, a- anything can have any kind of your storyline can have whatever. But like I have no data here. I'm just going to confidently sure. state shit because that's how I roll. Yeah, do it. And I'm pretty sure we've studied it over and over and over again and found that people on the whole do not confuse fantasy with reality. Video games don't make kids more violent. Cartoons don't make kids more violent. D&D doesn't make people actually go into the tunnels of their school or worship the devil or cast spells. Yeah. Like normal, healthy human beings are just fine at separating fantasy from reality. Stop policing your kids' fantasy life. Yeah, yeah. And if, if anything, it gives them this kind of power and agency and control in a fun world that, that you get to be the hero of an adventure. And, you know, regardless of what else is going on in life, you you 
you actually get to lead this adventure and be the hero of your yep. own, like have the starring role in this thing. Yep. It's probably actually a benefit. It probably actually gives them more confidence. Yep. Absolutely. And, and, and what do you expect from like, well, Oh God. What? What do you expect from religion? Right? Like, like religion is all about the supernatural and the belief that there are dark yes. evil forces that have their hands in our day to day lives. And like, of course you're afraid of shit like that. If like, that's your worldview. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. It's none of it's real. It's okay, n- none sorry. of it's real. Okay. Um, so that that's the the D and D side of this uh, happening in the eighties and that early eighties was when bad started. Also, other contexts of of the eighties, um, due to the women's rights movements, more movement, more women were going to work. And that meant more. We've got to put a stop to that. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, conservatives were, um, and the religious right were ascendant, is what I wrote. I would, I don't know. Um, and uh, they they were like trying to emphasize the nuclear family. I think in like conflict in count to this counterpoint. Like anytime someone starts to get rights or do something helpful, yeah. the Christians and the religious right are like, wait, what about the family? Yeah, which you know we're seeing now, but because parent moms had to now go to work as well that led to more daycares and people started to feel guilty about sending their kids to daycares also at the same time we started realizing and accepting that uh child sexual abuse was real like there was this kind of public reckoning and understanding that this was a real thing that was really happening people had like denied it and didn't want to believe that this kind of thing happened and we as a society were just finally accepting that that it is true and so these things came together to mean that people started blaming and attacking these daycare centers and saying that they were molesting children basically Mm. the biggest one (laughs) what (laughs) meanwhile churches were like the churches are actually doing this shit exactly we care about the family we're the religious right we're worried about children getting molested molest children mm. like themselves um so the biggest one happened in 1980 happy birthday happy birthday to us <laughs> devil worship 1983 the same year that um bad started a woman accused an employee at the mcmartin preschool mm. of abusing her child okay they as a result of this, the preschool sent out a letter to hundreds of students and said, this person, one of the employees, uh, Randy something, um, got arrested for uh, abusing your child. Ask your children if they were abused at this preschool. Oh, my God. They had an, they had someone, uh, an, oh, my God, not a police. They had someone come in and interview children. Someone that didn't get a, uh, had a welder's certificate, did not get a degree. Sure. Okay. Interview hundreds and hundreds of kids asking them. And at the time we did not know how to interview kids. So they, she would keep asking them. I listened to an episode of my favorite murder about this. And she said that like some of the things this woman said when interviewing kids is, are you stupid or do you know that this happened? Oh my God. Oh my God. Or they would ask and they would probably stupid, but you're probably stupid. You're a dumbass little kid. And we were wrestling with like, you're a dumbass little kid, but believe children because abuse is real. So then people were now believing everything they said. And you can make kids say whatever. A lot of the kids like later would say that I knew that I wasn't leaving this interview room until I said it happened. Yeah. This led to claims of what not only abuse, but children claimed that some of the teachers flew physically flew around the air. Sure. That there was a tunnel of pipes underneath that and like that sent investigators to like 
are there pipes under this school that lead to a different place? No, there's not. Yeah. It yeah. Le- it le- there's no basement to that pizza place either. Right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is so, this is so similar to that. People just created um, this. There, They claimed that there were sacrifice, like they sacrificed animals, yeah. which if that's the case, there's blood. There's fucking tons of blood and evidence. Yeah. None of this is substantiated. Still, we spent $15 million prosecuting uh, six people originally of six people after a week they dropped uh oh no Kyle did you ever read the crucible I feel like I did in school and then promptly forgot it just about the Salem witch trials and mm. how just like absolutely hysterical people it can get and how how people feel compelled to like give evidence because then that means that like the it's it's off of them off, yep right like yep. <laughs> like yeah I, yeah. won't, I won't get accused if I do all the accusing. So here we go, right? Like, yes. It's it, the Donald Trump story. Yeah, the Donald Trump story. <laughs> Happy indictment week. Oh, my God. We didn't. T- <laughs> yeah. What a jo- joyous day for all, all of us. Um, prosecutors originally charged seven employees with more than 100 counts of child molestation. A week later, they dropped the charge. A week later. Sure. They dropped the charges against five of them saying they didn't have the evidence. Sure. Like, that's not enough. A week later, you knew. Yeah. Yep. But the trial went on. I mentioned that 83 was when she first accused. The trial went until 1990. Jesus fuck. Why did she take so long? <laughs> there were never any charges filed against. Like they either it was either mistrial or, or charges were dropped. Like there were never any charges. Any, no one was ever found guilty as a result of this. Yep. If that shit fell apart real quick, it should have done a better job of welding. (laughs) (laughs) Stick to fucking welding. (laughs) So this was the bit, one of the biggest cases, one of the earliest cases, but this happened to dozens of childcare centers across the country. There were these uh, people were sharing information about Satan cults and devil worship and everything at like conferences. So FBI police, um, psychologists, like all these people were sharing all this information about devil worship and all this stuff to get everyone worried yeah. in 1985 there was a 2020 segment about satan worship and they said that rock music was associated with devil worship sure in 1985 there was also a 60 minutes that had a special on D, like asking about whether you know it was safe 1988 nbc had a special hosted by geraldo rivera as a result of this all the, this big panic in the 80s 200 people were charged with crimes and dozens of people were mostly falsely convicted wow. of some of these crimes. Wow. So uh, it it is this wild I think combination of we were wrestling we were wrestling with child abuse. We swung too far in believing children didn't didn't know the proper techniques to believe and understand children who talked about an abuse and we took this moral panic and ran with it in the media with no absolutely no evidence and that seeped into culture and society to the point that like we've talked to when we went to our friend's wedding her mom was like isn't D like satan yeah. worship and i hopefully i tried to be have calmly like oh no like that's not true that's like but people still today will associate D with like we take things without evidence because we heard them on the news and news can stoke the flames of fear. Christians, right-wing people stoke the flames of this fear that led to millions of dollars, hundreds of people's lives. I mean, I'm guessing probably being ruined if you're being charged with this shit. Yep. So it's, it's God a fucking wild time. I'm, I also assume that th- there was a male um, guy that worked at, at the child, the uh, McMartin's, place i have i it nothing said he 
I, I believe he was straight. Nothing said that he was gay, but I have to think that people were like weirded out by a dude at a, at a, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, preschool. I mean, I suppose they probably should be. <laughs> right. What? I no, don't, I... <laughs> they shouldn't. Mike, you take that back. Okay. I take it back. Okay. That's the satanic panic. Yeah. God, what a, you're right. It was a weird time. And, like I remember, I started playing Dungeons and Dragons in the late '80s, Wow. and uh, there were friends of mine that weren't allowed to play, yeah, because Satan, yeah, especially like in high school, like '92, '93. One of my very best friends, his his dad was our youth group leader, and was just like, "No, you can yeah. play other role playing games that don't have spells." That was the <laughs> that yeah, that one got such a bad rap, yeah, but also kind of helped increase their sales. Like it was this weird. Kind of yeah, it's counterculture then, right? Like, yeah, like yeah, yeah. and more people know about uh, it. Like yeah, you're, if your parents say don't play this game, what's the first thing you want to do as a kid? You yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah, did you ever do the like the Bloody Mary thing of like oh like no l- lock yourself in a dark bathroom and say Bloody Mary however many times in the mirror and she'd appear? Like I I've heard that, but no, I never did that. I associate that with all of this bullshit. That makes sense to me, but I yeah, that didn't come up in anything I looked at, but that makes sense is all of this is tied together somehow. Yeah. Well, uh, here's something that doesn't make sense, Kyle. Okay. <laughs> so, Christians and symbolism, Christians don't have a lock on that, right? Like like there're lots of different cultures and religions that have all of these like ideas about what these symbols mean and numbers are very very often um a, a, a target or a conduit for for these kinds of ideas. And in in Christianity, there's this idea that the number seven is perfect, mm-hmm. that there were the seven days of creation and um, seven th- minutes in heaven. <laughs> that's that's a Christian, right? Is that is that is that true? Is no, that that's true? making out in the closet. Oh, well. OK. <laughs> seven okay. dwarves. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so many Christian references I can come up with. Okay, so the number seven is the biblical number for perfection and completeness. So there's the seven days of creation, the seven sacraments, the seven seals, and six, one short of seven, is the biblical number representing sin and imperfection. And uh, this ties into the idea that 666 is an evil number and it's hard to know there's a cart and horse problem here right like is 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 666 evil because the number six is sin and imperfection or is six the number of sin and imperfection because of Mm. 666 it's just it, it, it doesn't it doesn't make a ton of sense but there's this whole article that I read on churchmilitant.com. Okay. And it's called Interesting. It's called The Gay Rainbow is a Mark of the Beast, <gasps> right? Which I, Well, <laughs> I mean, they might have a point. I'll I'll wait to withhold judgment until I hear more, but they might they might that might be true. Well, so so he says says in here that um uh that that the reason that the rainbow is seven colors is because it's perfect red orange yellow green Aww. blue indigo and violet that is that represents a message of god's perfection and completeness and it quote in the post diluvian era it's intuitive that god would bestow upon the earth the seven colored rainbow by fixing a seven colored rainbow in the sky god emblazoned the very instrument of earth's prior destruction the rain cloud with a sign of his oath of mercy and forbearance he goes on this is my favorite 
The LGBT rainbow mocks God. <laughs> it, it is a six-colored rainbow. That yes, yeah, true. <laughs> we dropped one of the colors along the way, just so we could thumb our noses at God. He says the LGBT banner celebrates a debauched group, one swollen with contumacious pride, composed of those who thumb their noses at God through a counter-natural abuse of human sexuality. Yeah, I. Th- Thumb my nose at you, God. Oh, my God. The rainbow flag flaunts a Luciferian attachment to sin. <laughs> Luciferian? That's a that's a $10 word. Yeah. Yeah. A commitment to remain fixed in it. It represents an allegiance to the privations of the creature rather than to the plenitude of the creator. This I, is someone that is just using big words to sound like they know what they're talking about. This is someone that is like... in When I took the SAT or like the star test back in Texas or Taz back then, our teachers would tell us one big word before we sat down and they were like, everyone use this one big word in your writing and you're going to sound, it's going to make your essay sound even better. Right before we sat down, just taught us one word. And it sounds like some teacher one, that's a a weird teaching technique, but that sounds like someone just like looked up a bunch of big words and was like, ah, yes, the plentitude of survivorship of the Luciferian dream or something like, yeah, yeah. Here's that doesn't help. Congrats. You have a Bible and a thesaurus. I'm very proud (laughs) of you. (laughs) You dick bag. Yeah. Um, so, so, uh, he goes on and talks about, Okay, first of all, have you seen a fucking rainbow? Like a real, actual, in-the-sky rainbow? It does not have seven distinct oh. <laughs> colors. That is not how rainbows work. No, there's lines in you... between each one so you can distinctly count. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just not... It's, it's every every color is in the rainbow. There's not... So there is no seven-colored rainbow, much there's... less a six-colored rainbow. Do rainbows have infinity colors? Yes. Huh. Never thought about that. Yes. It, yes. Hmm. Every color. Every color. And more than the colors that you can see. Mm-hmm. Like when we say ultraviolet light, mm-hmm. that's because it's beyond the end of the rainbow. The rainbow keeps going. Your eyesight just doesn't pick it up because there's more yeah. color. Anyway. And it gets me tan. And infrared, same thing. Past, uh, yeah, And it gets you tan. Okay. So I said earlier that like the mark of the beast is thought by eschatologists to be this thing that you're going to have to have in order to do mm. commerce. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Like to buy and sell stuff. Yeah. So this guy is pulling in this idea that because companies now have to make rainbow versions of their logos for pride in order to be successful at selling shit, the rainbow flag is the mark of the beast. It is the 666 for modern companies. Okay, in a fucked up way, if you think that... (laughs) 666 is going to show up in commerce and there are six colors of the rainbow, the gay rainbow and company. Like I can see that all the connection there, but in the same way I can draw dotted lines between literally two things like, yeah. and just pretend like, like uh, lizards and baseball bats. Like I've, if I ever see them two together and then I'm, you know, like, yeah, just, absolutely. And there, there's, there's, there's something about, most religions, but Christianity in particular, where you get to just say things <laughs> that are just so, and everyone will smile and nod. Like, no further information needed. Yeah. Uh, I believe that. Yeah. Like, there's so much circular reasoning to yes. uh, all of these 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 things. And 
I mean, it's uh, their foundation. Like the justification for why the Bible is real is the Bible exists. Like right. the foundation of their logic is based on circular reasoning. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. And it goes on and brings in Black Lives Matter because it was oh, founded boy. by lesbians and they hate the Western nuclear family, which you were talking sure. about you know, in, in your segment earlier. And that Antifa, because Antifa thinks that Christian heteronormativity is fascist and it is um uh and that there's a big secret gay cabal and that the, the that's true it's it's the first saturday of every month it's our big gay cabal um i just i just anything 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 to shit on us yeah whether it makes any fucking sense at all or not that's that's what we're up against yeah. right yeah like and I don't know how to have a conversation with people that are like that, that believe that, that like you're, I mean, I, this is not, I'm not proud of how this sounds, but whatever. If you're, if you're, if you're, if your sky daddy gave you a book and said, hate these people and you just do it and you don't question where the book came from or what the book is actually saying or whether I just... I hate it so much, Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is really hard to have those conversations, which I, in spite of all the making fun of, like, it's really helpful that we have people like Joseph Peter Matthews that can speak the, that language. Mm -hmm. They, mm -hmm. they, uh, they, he is a priest. So he also, he has the authority within Christianity and he, he can speak their language. Like it, that's why working from within, I think is really useful. Me, an atheist is never going to say something to right. someone like that and convince them otherwise. Like, are you counting how many? We have colors? seven. Our gayish logo has seven. Oh, no. Kyle. I wish we had six. I, instead. I know we're not devil enough. I guess, not. I guess we're not. So okay. To answer JR fives, whatever's uh, question. I don't think yeah. we're the devil. We're not the devil. Fuck. Yeah. But gayish has six letters. It does. That's true. Maybe we're a little both. We're a little heaven, little hell. We're hellish. Hellish. <laughs> <laughs> Should we make an announcement? Let's make an announcement. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Do you want to do it? Oh, yes. It's your turn. Um, we, I, think, I don't know. Yeah. Um, we <laughs> did a contest yeah. roughly 10,011 years ago yep. for a uh, new merch and someone made a news t-shirt and so we had a designer work on that and now in the merch store is going to be a new uh, t-shirt. It's, it's such a cute design. Thank you to Catherine for uh, doing this design. It's a person that's like has ball gag in their mouth and it says, shut your mouth hole. It's, it's time, time for your ear holes. So if you would like a news t-shirt that is now available in the merch store. Yep. Uh, um, was it Andy Bainline came yes. up with the, we came up with that uh, idea as part of that contest. And so we're just, we're finally getting around to like you know, making that happen. Eventually and, we do things we say we will. <laughs> and Andy, I assume that we have your, your, uh, your mailing address. We'll, we'll send you one of the mm. shirts. Uh, just let us know what size. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll also have a new mug in the merch store, um, a Hey Mike, Hey Kyle mug that's also adorable and um, is the like progress flag, yep. like rainbow flag, probably with six colors now that I think about it. But all, it's it's made up of the words Hey Mike, Hey Kyle. Yeah, it's um, adorable. Yeah. Get new merch, everybody. Get new merch. Get new merch. Should I? Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. Okay. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us, Kyle. Um, I'm going to tell you about a study. Okay. It is called the social perceptions and interpersonal behavior on the self-fulfilling nature of social stereotypes. Ooh, that's, that's what, what our show is about. It's a type 
of stereo. It's a type of stereo. A stereotype. Uh, by Snarder, Tanky, and Bursch. That sounds, from all the, of those names are made up. I did good. <laughs> um, uh, in 1977, okay. might be the oldest one I've done, uh, uh, which appeared in the Journal of Personal and Social Psychology. I really like this one. This is kind of just a classic, just a study about stereotypes. Yeah. What they did, and there's so many things that it was like, this is definitely was done in the 70s. Um, they were examining social stereotypes and basically their self-fulfilling nature. So they started with, we know that attractiveness is linked to greater likability. Sure. So that's the stereotype they they. That's why everyone with. loves me. <laughs> Great. So men were categorized as the perceivers. Yeah. And they were given a picture of a woman, which was c- called the target. <laughs> Great. Oh, no. Great. That's not... I think we might have used different nomenclature if we did this study again. Um, and they were given either an attractive picture or an unattractive picture. Okay. And... Also very problematic. I think... <laughs> I'm going to take a yes, for sure. Also, I'm going to take a guess. They, like, intentionally... Like, I... Anyone... One of us could be like, do an unattractive face. And, you, you know, like, you, like, go, do weird and scrunched up and... Okay. I don't know. Okay. That's, that's what I'm going to guess happened i don't actually know that. Mm. <laughs> um and they then had an unstructured 10 minute conversation so okay. they they the, over the phone so they didn't actually see they just saw the picture of of this woman when the woman was rated as attractive they had a more friendly likable conversation than those that were rated as unattractive. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, the unattractive, like women rated as unattractive, when the picture was rated as unattractive, it was more like the assumption, you know, socially awkward, like, like that kind of thing. Sure. Then they also had people watch those conversations just looking at the men and and they don't know what the woman looked like. The observers could tell whether men rated them as tr- attractive or not based on the contents of the conversation. Oh wow! So okay. even an outside observer could tell yeah. what they thought of this woman. So th- it like when I think of stereotypes, I not only think I, I think of a self fulfilling prophecy in that I will see that stereotype in you. Yeah, you know, even if it's ten percent, even if it's one percent of the world, or just a tiny part of who you are, I will see that in you. Yeah. But what this showed is that. Not only that, you create the stereotype yourself. Yeah. I think you're attractive, so I'm going to have a better conversation with you, mm-hmm. thus creating you being, in my mind, more likable. Yeah. Like I-, I thought that was really interesting and something I never thought of, that we manifest stereotypes ourselves, yeah. not just see them in others. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I just love that that was just like, so rarely do I just pick like studies on stereotypes, and I just think they're very interesting, particularly you know speaking to the show. For our sixth birthday, I thought it was a good one. And also, in the Journal of Personal and Social Psychology, this appeared on pages 656 and 666. Yeah, 666. So that's why I picked it. Well, I mean, having a study from page 666, I think, is like, we've had less tortured segues. You know, like... <laughs> I was very excited when I found this was the, the only study related to 666 that I could find. Uh, do we have any other announcements? 
Um, one last thing just to mention, uh, I mentioned it on a previous episode, but just so y'all know, um, part of the Patreon funds that we get help fund, uh, doing trans transcripts for oh, yeah, each of yeah. our episodes. That was something that actually on the survey more than I expected, uh, people said that they would be either, uh, likely or very likely to use transcripts if they were available. So, yeah. um, that, that was a, a decent chunk. Um, so we, we had tested it out. And so now we're, we're going forward all of our episodes should have a transcript i'm you know ironing out the the process itself so you can go to our website right now and and find transcripts of our most recent episodes and in the future my goal will be to have that in the episode description once they become available so it won't right away but um once you know because it takes time to to actually have a human you know we pay a person to actually do this yep um which is what we we um use your your funds for um is his, is his name chet Chipet? <laughs> they are a real human person oh, okay. i believe yeah. <laughs> that'd be funny if they just turned around and then sent it in. <laughs> it was like here you go dumbasses paying me money to do this um but no th- so thank you i think that both that both helps us in the like marketing and promotion of like having more content on our website but you know i think the bigger thing is having that be uh, making our website or making our show a little bit more accessible um for everyone so we appreciate the patreon funds that help us do cool things like that yeah and the tour that, yeah. That's the only like we will we could not do a tour without Patreon funds um, to to help fund that. So like yeah yeah it turns out Alaska Airlines wants money yeah. <laughs> to send us places. Yeah, so it, this was not meant to be a Patreon plug, but if you can uh, uh, support us, uh, especially now that you know you get a discount on on our live show tickets. Yeah, uh, please do that. We'd appreciate it. Yeah, do it. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk to you. I'm gonna talk to you about gematria, Kyle. Okay. What's gematria? Gematria or gematria? Gum. Gematria. 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 Genuine. It's gametria. Gematria. Final answer. Gematria. Great. Um. But it is the practice of assigning a numerical value to a name, word, or phrase according to an alpha numerical cipher. So it's kind of like numerology. I was going to say... But it's specifically a word. It's different methods of taking a word or phrase and turning it into a number. Is this some kind of like cipher code kind of thing that you could do? Yeah. Yeah. And and, and more than that, right? Like like there are uh, lots of different languages over over history have had um, these kinds of things and have had more or less attachment to the meanings that you could pull out of them. Hebrew had it. Greek had it. Latin had it. um, This just idea that like an A gets you one point. Right. Right. L gets you 50 points, whatever. Turns out that a lot of people think that the number 666 from the Bible and the Mark of the Beast, that when they say you will know the number of the beast, that that was whoever the Antichrist's name is, that one or more of these systems through through Gematria, 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 <laughs> th- that, uh, that the name of the Antichrist will translate to 666 mm. in, in this system. FFF? Uh <laughs> Maybe F is the sixth letter. So fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Um, okay. So, so my source here is gamatrix.org. Sure. G E M A T R I X.org. And it will take any words, phrase, name, whatever, 
and tell you in three different systems, Hebrew, English, or simple, gematria, what the what the value is. Okay. So first I went in and I said, Mike, Mike Johnson, and uh, that is in Hebrew is 932. Okay. In English is 798. And in simple is one thirty three. I am I am clean. Um, <laughs> I don't see any. And if I do Michael Johnson, uh, Hebrew is nine fifty four. English is eight seventy six. Simple is one forty six. Okay, I see nothing too uh, outlandishly evil about that. Yeah, Kyle gets in Hebrew is one thousand forty seven. In simple is one eleven. And in English is 666. <gasps> you are the motherfucking Antichrist, Kyle. Are you serious? He's serious. Serious as a heart attack. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I I kind of <laughs> felt like I was all... I always felt a little different than everyone else. You are the motherfucking Antichrist, in the immortal words of Paul Giamatti in Sideways. No. I think it was Paul Giamatti, but not in Sideways. It was in um, uh, Private Parts, the Howard Stern movie. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> wow. I was just I was very excited to learn that at least according to according according to this this very re- reputable site that yeah uh, Derek let's do Derek uh, you're you're clean Hebrew is two ninety eight uh, English is six ninety and simple is one fifteen um, six ninety nice yeah <laughs> that's sixty nine with an extra hole gayish by the way Hebrew is five fifteen English is four fourteen simple is sixty nine. <gasps> Gayish is 69? Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, I love it. You know, adding your middle name puts you in the clear. I should be one of those people that goes by all of my names then. Yeah, like a serial killer. Like a serial killer. Well, that yeah, th- what what do I want? That makes me seem even more like a devil. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, can go by my um try my my, my nickname. Mick Blastoff. M- <laughs> Mick Blastoff. <laughs> Yeah, you know everyone in our friend group calls me McBlastoff. <laughs> yeah, that um, three oh eight five eighty two ninety seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, McBlastoff. <laughs> yeah, just call me McBo. <laughs> that's all. That's all I had. Kill your pets. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Drink the blood of your enemies. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what that was. Um, did we do it? Did we do it? We did it. I think so. We talked about 666 quite a bit. We did. We talked about devil stuff. We, we had birthday drinks. We had birthday drinks. We had birthday cheesecake. That's true. Look Thank for you the f- pictures on, on, uh, on, Instagram, on Instagram. At Gayish Podcast. Thank you for the birthday cheesecake. That was delicious. Yeah. Absolutely. There's two more in the fridge if you want. Ooh, yum. Yeah. Okay. So should we, should, should we, should we take a break? Birthday break. Birthday break. <laughs> break, break, break. That was break. blowing her. <laughs> Great. Break. break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are we back? We're back. We're back. Happy birthday, Happy Kyle. Happy birthday. <laughs> uh, we are going to do our gays and straightest. We're going to do our gays and straightest, but first, local gay bar review. Ooh. Yeah. This time I'm going to talk about the mix with two X's. Mix. Mix in San Francisco, California. Uh, I was there uh, in the fall. And uh, it was it's 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 interesting because when you first come into it, you're like, oh, this is kind of like a small, like cozy spot. But then you keep going and then you keep going. There's like this big outdoor like patio part in 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 the rear of it, which was outdoors. So it was kind of cold, but they still did the like the heater things. And um, uh, 
But really what the mix should be known for is my newfound love for Topo Chico. That's where I first <laughs> encountered the Topo Chico, of which you fed me many last night. Yes, you're we were, welcome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, but yeah, Topo Chico Seltzer is, uh, I, I'm a big fan, and the mix is is where I, I first encountered them. I was hanging out there with my friend Trey, who's amazing, and uh, yeah, but didn't get laid. But I, I, mm. I, I'll give it four dildos. Four dildos. That's that's a solid rating. That's, that's, a, that's pretty good. Yep. yep. Nice. Uh, now, our website is gayishpodcast.com. You can find our communities on Discord, Facebook groups, or spaces are our biggest ones. You can find those usually we're at Gayish Podcast or go to gayishpodcast.com slash contact to figure out all the places you can find us and hang out with listeners. Yep. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. And our physical mailing address is post office box 19882 Seattle. Seattle, Washington, 98109. And um, I'm sorry I asked for gifts so many times that nobody sent us anything. <laughs> I feel like it was my fault. Um, I On the Patreon segment this week, uh, we opened gifts to each other. So yeah. thanks for thanks for giving me some nice shit. Yeah, same. Uh, gayest and straightest? Yeah, let's do our gayest and straightest. Uh, I'll, go ahead. I'll go. Um, so my gayest is walking here. Boy, I walk so fast. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I was like, it, I should get there at like... 10 after and I got here at five, three after something, something where I made up like five minutes in walking time yeah. just because how quickly I walk. Yeah. Yeah. It's also downhill. It's also downhill. I just tumbled yeah. most of the way, um, which was fun. <laughs> we should get you some roller skates. Maybe I was thinking like they're all those rental scooters that are now all strewn about the city. I could just like get on a roll. I would die though. I, I would be very nervous. Yeah. <laughs> um, my straightest is just the idea that I am going to see a Kraken game with yeah. my parents or my parents are in town. Even the fact that I, like I haven't even gone yet and the fact that I am going is the straightest thing about me this week. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's so straight it has gone back in time. Yes, it bleeds into <laughs> and get ready for next week's when it will have been going to it. But yeah, it's it's just so straight. I had dinner with your parents last night. It was lovely to see them. You did. Yeah, yeah. Uh I, how many how many people have gotten to meet them? <laughs> um, uh, uh, Seattle people, just a few people. Like uh, w- the last time uh, they came in town, actually, right after COVID. But I didn't like you know we weren't seeing a lot of people. Yeah, yeah it's only a handful of people that have met my parents. They're fun. It's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so the gayest thing about me this week, I was on Grinder. Sure. Which that's not that gay. No. But uh, <laughs> this this like very very hot dude started talking to me. Now it's like my like spidey sense was tingling. Mm. And lately I've been like kind of mean or rude about it. Like if I think you're a robot, then I will fuck with you. Yeah. And uh, but I did that less than normal. But it was very clear to me that this was a robot person. Mm. But uh, uh, he said some random, I don't know, shit that was like, I don't know. It, it, there's some phrases that you just like, you're sure that that's a robot then. Like one thing they always start talking about, like I'm in love with you, like yeah. very quick. Yeah. Or, or uh, they'll, they'll say, um, am Kyle here? And you like, <laughs> that's, that's not how words work. But yeah. <laughs> anyway, I said, you sound kind of like a bot to which his reply. It's reply was 
I hope you and your family die in a car accident. Don't bother me. <laughs> and, and blocked me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's a little much, sir. Right. Yeah, that escalated quickly. <laughs> yeah. You sound like a bot. Die. Yeah. 666. 666. Uh, and then the straightest thing about me Jesus. this week was a notification that I got from Spotify that they had a new list in my For Me category. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, the first four songs on it were Ed Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it he he has universal music. why is he so straight I don't, though? I just, <laughs> but he is. That's hilarious. Uh okay, so the magic that is Discord. Our Discord server is amazing. It's a big, beautiful community. We've got like over fifteen hundred people in there. And I said today, everyone, we're about to record our sixth birthday show. I'd love to have some good listeners, gayest and straightest to read. Um, so uh, here are here are some in no particular order. I don't have time to read all of these to figure out which ones are the good ones. So I'm just gonna like you know, you know, whatever. Uh, this one's from Fushna, gayest, buying a couple of rainbow jocks. Oh, straightest. Laying out two guys while playing hockey. <laughs> oh, nice. That sounds that sounds kind of sexy. Yeah, exactly. You can lay me out. Um uh Oh yeah, wood bang. Okay. Uh uh this one's from Running Otter NP. Straightest, going to a small town farm party that involves shotgunning beer. Shotgunning beer. Oh my god. Gayest being the only one at the party with shoes that got compliments from the farm boys. Oh. When asked where I got them and I replied Nordstrom, I got it got a totally blank look. <laughs> Shoe game on point. Yeah. Supeske. Shoe game on point. Uh, KR900 straightest working timing and scoring at a 24 hours of lemons auto race. <laughs> Gayest packing my cutest underwear for race weekend Aww. just in case. Yeah. <laughs> I love the just in case. Like, you know, you like pack certain clothes just in case or douche just in case. Yeah. Love that. Uh, Nixia says gayest getting my nipples pierced while my poly partners held my hands. <laughs> That's hard to get gayer than that. Straightest buying more magic cards I don't need. <gasps> I have magic cards too. Doge229 says straightest getting a, getting sports bro levels of overexcited while hyping up a friend getting an ace which is a full team wipe in Valorant. I don't know what that means. It's a video game. Okay. Gayest, getting really excited and happy to see that Valorant has a trans-inclusive gay pride flag-themed player banner. Oh, nice. Uh, Black Rambo. Hi, Brandon. Thanks for running Hi, our Discord thank server. You. You're the best. Gayest, enjoying the nice weather outside of my hammock with my hoochie daddy shorts on <laughs> while listening to Chloe Bailey's new album. Straightest, finally getting my car inspected after riding dirty for two months. <laughs> <laughs> Um, maybe I can do all of these. I don't know. Josh says, uh, hey girl, hey, we play WoW together. It's great. Straightest. Oh, hi. Stepping in to cook burgers at work when we are short-staffed. Gayest. The squee and utter joy I expressed out loud in a backstage area after finding out a friend was scheduled to train in a new role. I did not care who heard. The, there is a gay, there are gay sound effects for sure <laughs> that we make. I love that one. Mystic Bear says, straightest, going to watch my nephew's first rugby game of the season. Go sports ball. Gayest, checking out all the coaches' asses. <laughs> <laughs> Not the play, the coach's asses. Uh, there's some, there's some daddy things going on. I'm pretty sure. Oscar Judgmental Crow says, straightest thinking about where I could be playing with a street hockey and dodgeball teams. Gayest making up a scenario in my head where I would coincidentally end up hooking up with a teammate and ruining everything. <laughs> a 
dreaming of ruining everything is great. Uh, River slash Scott says, Gay is taking full nude progress pics in the gym, changing room mirrors. Oh, that that's going to be grinder pictures and is very gay. Straightest saying, sorry, mate, in my blokiest voice to two different guys as they tried to get past me to get changed while I was taking the pics. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't take those pictures while other people are doing I mean, you can do whatever you want. Halpondo says, gayest, getting into a conversation with another guy about Vivian Westwood at my craft store job. <laughs> Straightest, letting out a giant belch after chugging a giant glass of fizzy beverage. Nice. Uh, Geo Otter says, straightest, buying socks at Costco and putting fuel injector in my car's gas tank after filling up in the Costco parking lot. Gayest, walking to get an iced coffee with my pedicured feet in open-toed shoes and wearing a colorful fanny pack around my waist. Cute. I, okay. Are I we think- at? We're out of time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Those Th- are great. Think there's a gayest and straightest channel. If you want to share a gayest and straightest, sometimes we pick some to share on the show. So go to discord and, and share yours there. Yeah. Yeah. Did we, did is we that do it? it? This is the end of my notes. I guess it's the end of the show. I guess we have to stop now. I Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, happy birthday. We know how to do this, Mike. Happy hey. birthday. It's been six years. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing this for this long. Thank you to you too. Yeah. Appreciate do you want to go six more years? Oh, God. That sounds like so much. Well, you know, we'll see. God, I'm going to be 43 if we go another six years. Don't. Don't. Um, I would also <laughs> I would also like to thank our super capergers. I'm going to be 50. Fuck you, Kyle. Damn. <laughs> Just daddying it up. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Even better. Right. Um, thank you to our super gap bridges: Andrew Bugby, Christopher M, John Carly, Stephen Portio, Stosel, Harry Shaw, Josh Copeland, Jonathan Montanus, Pat Forrest, Nail, Patrick Martin, James Barrow, Steve Douglas, Explosive Lasagna, Michael Cubbyton, Just Jamie, Kevin Henderson, Thomas B, Timothy Sara, Dusty Sands, A. Coleman, Chris Catchatorians, and Jerome York. Yeah, thank you, everybody. Uh, this has been Gayish from the Chris Catchatorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. Happy, Happy birthday! birthday. <laughs> Bye, Curse. Bye. Bye. Hello, airplane. Fly me to hell. That's the airplane to hell. That's the airplane to hell. (laughs) Hop on, everybody. First class, (laughs) y'all. I'm going to fucking be the flight attendant on this airplane to hell. I'm going to hang out. It's ham sandwiches. Yeah. Free booze for everybody. It's going to be a fucking orgy with ham sandwiches and wine. (laughs) My God, a ham sandwich orgy. Ham sandwich orgy plane. That's going to be like... Anyway, my dreams manifest.